Hi friends, this podcast is about God's parenting style. Is it positive parenting or is it traditional parenting? And um, before we go into that, just quickly, what is positive parent- parenting? What is traditional parenting? Positive parenting, um, it's more about being, you know, teaching children consciousness, being more positive to them, not, you know, um, that's what that's what we understand with positive parenting, be you know, not using punishment. Traditional is the one that use, uses punishment um, for correction. And um, I've, I've read some books on uh, parenting and um, the positive parenting usually does not allow any sort of punishment. It, um, it has a totally different approach of like teach your child to you know control their emotions but in a positive way work with a child and such and such and such which is all great um traditional is more of like you know you tell the child he needs to know he needs to do if he doesn't he um he gets in trouble or he gets some kinds of um consequences um anyways so let's talk about god's parenting style before we talk about god's parenting style um which we can find throughout um the bible reading the bible and paying attention how god treats his children um how god um handles relationship um with his children as in as in like if they do something wrong what does he do how does he teach them how does he lead them and and such so first before that we'll decide who is god's children so first of all it's um first of all god called um israel his children we'll go time wise god's children first was people of israel um, they were in covenant with God, and in Hosea eleven um, one seven, God says, um, "When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I, uh, I called my son." Um, the more they were called, the more they went away. So he, um, afterwards, he says, "You know, they started worshiping idols and um, worshiping Baal and and doing all the sinful pagan stuff." So. Um, he he mentions he loved the children, he loved his son, but they went away, and it definitely it hurt his heart. He'll talk later. And then in Jeremiah thirty twenty, God says um, that Ephraim, which is one of the tribes of Israel, is his son. Um, and and um, um, yes, God's uh, relationship with Israel was he compared it to different kinds of relationship and parent-child relationship was mentioned many times too. Um, Parent-child, he had like a groom and bride uh, type relationship that he compared his relationship with Israel, but parent and child comparison, uh, you can see it throughout the Old Testament. And even Jesus said, Jerusalem, how much I wanted to gather you as as um uh like a bird gathers its um baby birds to, you know that the parent and child he compares his relationship with 
um, Israel, Jerusalem, pe his people, his chosen people, as parent and child. Um, so, and second of all is um, children of God and um, in the New Testament, we see that it's the people who believe in Christ that are born again from the Spirit. Um, and Jesus continually uh, called his followers children. He said, dear children, he'd start his speech um, oftentimes with dear children and continue his teaching. So, um, anyways, and we are, yes, we're, we are the children of God, those who believe in, in um in Christ Jesus, um, in First John three two, it, it states exactly, um, "Beloved, we are now children of God, but He has not shown us what we will be when Christ appears." And it talks that we'll know later when God appears, when Jesus comes, we'll know exactly what what we are for real, um, as God promised to give us new bodies and such. Anyways, that aside, we'll go back to the parent relationship. Um, that we have with God and what kind of parent is God? What is his parenting style? So, um, with with God, he um, he he. It's he's a loving God. He chose his people. He loved them. He protected them. He um, he provided for them as a father would provide for his children. We see that with. Um, how when Joseph got into Egypt, um, it was God's plan to feed Joseph's family because when uh, Joseph's family had a famine, um, God um, 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 it, through uh, through Joseph they were actually kept alive and fed because um, that was God's plan to feed uh, Joseph's family, so. Um, anyways, and um, we'll we'll go on another um, in in desert when when people of Israel left um, Egypt, God did everything to provide for them. He did amazing miracles to um, keep them safe. He split the sea so they would walk through it. He well, which was amazing. It was supernatural. God had the um, the fire um, at night to keep them warm and to lead them to see where they're so the whole the whole group would see where they're uh, going he would have a, a pillar uh, like a cloud to keep him cool in a daytime because the desert would get hot and he sent them food in desert when there's like nothing that nothing grew he sent them uh, mana um, uh, mana and um, he sent them the birds when they wanted meat. He sent them birds, though it is arguable it was in a, in a uh, with a motive uh, that um, that um, they complained. So he sent them um, meat, and then they got sick from it. But um, overall, God provided everything that His children needed. He loved them. He cared for them. He he was attached to them, uh, he was in covenant with them, um, and and he would do every he did everything a good father would do. Um, when they went astray, when they complained, he punished them. 
when they complained in, uh, in, in the desert, he sent snakes to bite them. And, um, and some, and there was like a, a, a good chunk of people, um, that died. Um, and that was his punishment to them, to the, to them as a nation, as a group. And, um, as, as soon as they started dying and they started, you know, turning to Moses and God gave them, uh, you know, redemption, just, of course, with a requirement that they would look at the, um, the bronze serpent that um, Moses made. They had to look up the bronze serpent to, um, to be healed from their snake bites. But um, every time if people of Israel repented, God took, um, took away the, the bad circumstances, the punishment he brought, it, brought them out of it um so and um you'd say oh no a good dad would not do that what kind of a father allows you know for his child to hurt and be in pain or a chunk of a nation die um because you know it's you know terrible thing but um the thing is that god just like um just like as parent parents we have um kids different kids all kids are different and 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 god same same with god you know all kids are different and um when when we have uh, certain uh, our certain, certain behavior brings out god's appropriate response um and in our best interest he does it in our best interest so when god disciplines us um he does it to correct us to bring us away from whatever we're doing wrong. So um, it says in Proverbs, and let's see, actually Deuteronomy 8.5 says, um, think about it, just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord your God disciplines you for your own good. Um, and actually it's the whole chapter, if you want to read the whole chapter in Deuteronomy 8, it talks about, how God led his people and taught them and humbled them so they don't grow arrogant and forget God. Um, that was the big thing for the people of Israel. They would walk through uh, different people's land um, and and they would pick up like idols and start doing what pagans were doing. Well, pagans probably, uh, you know, other nations, whatever other nations did, they kind of picked up and and. and repeated like little children repeated everything that other other people do and they re repeat same with people of Israel you know um, young nation and they were repeating all these um, wrong uh, worshiping God uh, things so anyways and Proverbs it also says similar verse my son despise not the chastening of the Lord neither be weary of his correction for whom the Lord loves, he correcteth. King James verse, <laughs> Version. Whom the Lord loves, he corrects. And even as a father, the, um, the son in whom he delights, even as a father um, in the son whom he delights. Like, if God delights in you, he will teach you and, and he will correct you. And correction sometimes will be um, unpleasant, 
and painful, uh, a painful, um, humbling, but if it brings us back to God, it's worth it. Um, so, um, anyways, another thing I wanted to point out in God's uh, punishment, there's never overpowering. He does it appropriate, uh, proportionately to the misbehavior. So misbehavior or wrongdoing um, will get appropriate uh, amount or appropriate level of correction. Or if we say punishment, it's for correction. It's for the disciplining. It's for um, teaching us to um, um, walk away from the wrongdoing that we're doing. And sometimes we don't know we're doing wrong. So um, God ha- brings, um, sends us people and tries to tell us um, different ways um, that we're doing something wrong. And in Job uh, thirty three fourteen it says this: For God speaks once, ye twice; yet a man, th- yet a man perceives not. In a dream, in the vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, in a slumbering upon the bed, then he opens the ear- ears of men and seals seals their instruction that means instruction um to them that he may withdraw a man from his purpose means the man from his wrong purpose that he's on the right on the wrong track and hide pride from man it means like take away fr- pride from man he keeps back his soul uh from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword he chastened also he's um chastened also with pain upon his bed and the multitude of his bones with strong pain so that his life abhorreth bread and his soul dainty meat his flesh is consumed away that it cannot be seen and his bones that were not uh, seen stick out yea ye, his soul draweth near unto the grave and his life unto destroyers if there be a messenger with him, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show unto the man his uprightness. Then he is gracious unto him and says, Deliver him from going to the pit. I have found a ransom. So it says that God speaks to a person if they don't understand it. He speaks in a dream, in the vision, in the night. He um, to bring him away from something that he's doing wrong. And then he says, um, he gives him sickness. He gives him sickness um, um, in his bones, strong pain. He can't, he can't eat. He, you know, his flesh is consumed away, which was happening with Job, by the way. But he's, and he sends a messenger. If there's a messenger, um, an interpreter, among, uh, a thousand, God sends a messenger and says, hey, this is where you're doing wrong. And in this way, God shows graciousness to, to us that someone can point and tell us, um, hey, this is wrong, Don't, not God's way, biblically, b- biblically not right. Um, and, and God, when a person accepts it and repents, God delivers um, that person from, um, from, the, um, from whatever, whatever they were... Um, experiencing as the discipline part as the punishment part um anyways so 
um, just again pointing out that the things that God um, disciplines us with, it's not to tell us we're bad. It's not to um, make us, you know, um, overpower us or make us do something or anything. It's it's because he loves us and he wants to show us something. Something's wrong. And if we seek the Lord's face, if we seek him, uh, his will, um, we'll, we'll turn away from the wicked ways and go back onto the path of righteousness. And, and oftentimes that will be, um, we will be delivered from whatever was bringing us the pain. Um, anyways, another thing I want to say, a disclaimer, that sometimes in life, circumstances will be tough, painful, and such thing, and it's not going to be as a punishment. It will be as a test of faith. So as we walk with God, as we learn, as we read the Bible, we'll learn to discern uh, what is um what is as um um what is being what is happening to us a punishment or a, like a disciplinary action or it or, or is it a faith test and you you'll search your heart and you'll ask god you'll seek god and and you'll you'll know the answer so anyways so as we see that from all this um that God has both styles of parenting combined in one. He, um, he is good, loving father, and he cares for his children as he did for Israel and made many miracles to, su- to supply them with everything they needed um, and to bring them to promised land. Um, but he disciplines when they go astray. And that discipline is only for correction. And it's proportionate to the... Um, um, to the fault or the mistake that the person did. However, God doesn't bring punishment right away. He talks first. He talks. He talks once. Again, he sends his prophets if they don't listen. And we see it in Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet that would come and tell people of Israel, hey, this is going to happen. If you don't do this, this will happen. If you don't do this, and he'd come again and they'd, they'd, you know, threaten him, throw him into a pit. They, yeah, they, they threw Jeremiah in a pit. And, um, and they didn't turn away from their wicked ways. They didn't turn to God. They didn't listen. They didn't heed to the uh, words that God was speaking through the prophet. And only then everything came upon them. You know, so, um, yes, um, just pointing out that God does not, like, right away spank a person because they didn't do something right you know some parents they'll without explaining punish their kids and kids are confused and don't know what to think and that's humongous trauma for them and um uh, and and even even you know god doesn't he doesn't do it in anger he does it with pain a lot of times it, it in the bible it says that God talks of his pain, how much he suffers pain, bringing, like, inflicting pain upon his children, but they need it because they won't, they wouldn't turn away from wicked ways unless they feel pain, um, and sometimes in a Bible, God calls 
um, his children stiff-necked um, people. So that's why he had to, you know, use something that would um, really, really make them um, call out to him. So especially when they forgot God and Yahweh, and they would just worship Baal and Moloch and all these other um, um, idols and, and um, gods of the pagans, heathen people. So, um, but God is actually extremely loving. He does forgive. He wants what's, what's best for us. And the same way that he loved his people, um, the nation of Israel, he loves us. And those those born in Christ, I, I have to um, add that children of God born of the Spirit, they have more um, blessings in the way because um, they have the Christ authority, Christ power, Christ, you know, everything in Christ we have. Um, so we're blessed. We're blessed beyond, um, you know, un understanding it's too sad that Christians don't learn their blessing in Christ Jesus, what we have in Christ Jesus. And, um, you know, we fail on um, staying in the word and, you know, remembering what um, God has done for us through Christ Jesus. And and um, we're, we're super blessed. And when we don't, um, when we don't stay in the word, don't read the Bible, we forget um what God says about us, what who God is, and we forget God, and and we get into this worldly things, business, and different things will creep creep into our lives as um, as a way of God saying, "Hey, you see, not everything's great. Come back to me. You know that in in me, in my presence, when you're walking with me." You have peace, you have blessing, you have, um, not that everything will be perfect, but you will have the power to uh, withstand um, attacks, power to go through what you have to go through, no matter what, uh, power to withstand tests of faith, and and you'll be joyful and blessed and and. I mean, what can be better than uh, walking with God and, and and walking with Him intimately, having an intimate relationship with God? So, God's parenting style. God's parenting style is the best style. He loves us greatly, more than we imagine. Um, and, and we would be more blessed if we get closer to God um, and, and walk His ways and... and um, I also say Old Testament had a lot of law. You know, you have to do this and God will, uh, you know, show us his favor and stuff. And that's still true. But for us, Jesus brought grace. And all we have to do is stay in that grace, stay in that love. And of course, you need to do put effort to stay in that love and grace because our sinful nature doesn't want to read the Bible, it avoids prayer and stuff like that. But um, if we do stay in the um, in God's Word and contact with God and close relationship with God, there's um, 
nothing nothing greater in the world N- and and everything fades all the all the fame and riches wealth um authority power of the world it all fades it's all temporary it's all um temporal actually it's all um it's all fake it's all a lie and it's not bringing that joy to the to the heart that god can bring because that is love anyways you guys thank you so much for listening god bless you and you guys have a great day um until next time